This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Mike Francesa Podcast as we wrap up the final days of the regular season and we welcome in Bobby Valentine to do just that. Bobby, welcome. How are you? Mike, I'm great. Thank you. Baseball season winding down, getting exciting. Yes. yes, and obviously all eyes, Bobby, this weekend here on the Mets and the Braves as this thing comes down probably to those three games. I mean, you know, the uh, Mets, uh, you know, have been in first all year, but the Braves have continued in hot pursuit. It's been an amazing race. Here they are now. In the, you know, with it on the line as they get ready to, you know, to play three games. They have the pitches lined up. Uh, the Braves have their guys lined up, the ones that are at least healthy. The Mets come at them with their big three. Um, and this is all you can ask for. And there's a, and this year, huge advantage to not being put in that position where you have to play early in the playoffs. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Mike, especially for a team like the Mets, that's so relying on their starting pitching uh, to win one of these games and, and um, eliminate that tiebreaker. You know, they have the tiebreaker, so uh, they'll be able to get the buy going in. I think with, uh, you know, DeGrom and Scherzer, they had a great chance of going all the way if they don't have to play that first round. That first round will really stress stress their starting pitching, and um, it'd be a different story. But, you know, almost start to finish, Mets have been in first place, 10-and-a-half game lead at one time. Who would have thought that uh, the Braves could have such a run the second half with offense and starting pitching in a questionable bullpen? with who knows who closing the games where the Mets have the absolute best in the business right now. Without question. And, you know, I can't think of a team going into the postseason being stronger one, two closer than the Mets are this year. I mean, you really can't be much better than they are in those three spots. No, the world-class at all three, um, Pitching like uh, Hall of Famers pitch. You know, Scherzer's probably going there. Uh, DeGrom, of course, if he uh, stays healthy, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. And Diaz is has been unmatched. Uh, where the, the Braves, the Yankees, uh, uh, the Dodgers, who who's closing a game for all three of those teams? And the Mets have Diaz the best in the business. So advantage Mets right now, but they have to win uh, a game here against, against the Braves so that, um, you know, they get a bye in that first round. You know, we talked about earlier in the season, Bob Escobar, and uh, we made the point about, you know, when he would be a guy who would contribute mightily. He has been great 
down the stretch. He's number two in the National League behind Alonzo in RBIs in September. Five RBIs in a pivotal game last night where they come from behind, and the Marlins always give the Mets fit. Absolutely always, as everyone knows, give the Mets fits in big spots. And Escobar has just gotten red hot in every way and, you know, has given them that third reliable player that they can count on and has had an incredible run down the stretch. Yeah, this month has been great for him, and it's amazing how baseball – uh, does things, you know, young guy comes up, was going to take his spot. Escobar was uh, left on the sidelines wondering what happened to the 2022 season. And then before you know it, he's back in the lineup and, and getting the big hit after big hit. I was surprised even with McNeil being the hitter last night, I was surprised that they gave him a shot at winning that game last night. Um, you know, and he did, it wasn't a, it wasn't a home run, and it wasn't a uh, high-velocity hit, but it was just enough to get the, the winning run across. And now, as you say, they have another switch hitter in the lineup who's dangerous and, and really, really doing the job. How about Alonzo's year? You know, the guy plays every day. He has been enormous for this team. He leads the major leagues in RBIs. Uh, he has gotten so many big hits. He's got 40 homers. You know, they like to call him the modern-day Harmon Killebrew, uh, which is a hell of a compliment. Uh, but he has been really maybe the most consistent for his career to this point, other than Mike Piazza, who came, you know, with with his star already shining. Other than Mike Piazza, he might be the best offensive player to ever wear him at uniform. Oh, if he spends a couple more years there, he will, in fact, be the best to ever wear the Met uniform. And and under the radar, um, the national press has not caught caught on to him, you know, leading the league in RBIs and big hits, Mike. Not only hitting home runs, but hitting them when they're needed and such a presence in that lineup. Uh, You know, between he and and Lindor playing all but a couple games during the really – tough season with double headers and travel, you know, that that's been, been very, very uh, uh, stressing. They've been out there day in and day out. And, and this is, this is the year or even a decade of resting players. And that is not what the Mets have done with their two stars. You know, I admit it. Uh, Lindor's always rubbed me the wrong way, but I got to admit the guy's playing shortstop. He plays Every single game, he plays very well defensively. The guy's going to score 100. He's knocked in 100. He's got 25 homers. He's got 16 steals. I mean, he's batting 275. He has had a tremendous season. Yeah, he put to rest uh, the Boo Birds. And, and the questions that I had about a guy, a switch hitter, who is a middle infielder coming from Cleveland, whether or not there was a hex that was uh, uh, transported from Cleveland with him. But uh, no, he put that to rest. And as you say, playing every day with energy at shortstop in the middle of the lineup. And it hasn't been an easy go for that team. They've been stressed. You know, the offense has, has always left a little to be desired, yet uh, the two big boys have been there day in and day out. Bobby, anything about DeGrom, where are you going into the postseason? Do you think everything is right? 
Do you think everything's okay? Or do you have in the back of your head still some trepidation, some worry about them? Oh, uh, there's questions. There's no doubt about that. And the last outing uh, even magnified the questions where he lost his command, which I've never seen him lose the command. And as people say in that medical business, the first thing that goes when you have an injury is your command. So um, I, I, I'm looking forward to the next start and the next start and the next start. If he's hitting that outside corner and painting that 99 away with that unhittable slider. I think, uh, you know, you might close the book on this year, but as far as giving him a long-term contract, I think that's going to be a very big question mark going into the off season, but I don't think any of the Met fans care about the off season. They care about the postseason, and that he's healthy at this minute is uh, all they really need. I think, him going game one to me is a very big game psychologically, not only mathematically, but psychologically for the Braves. If they ever knock down DeGrom, and you talk about the last outing, if they ever knock down DeGrom, it gives them a huge lift for the weekend. Uh, of course, and then they have to deal with another couple very good pitchers. But, uh, you know, the, the Braves live on the home run. Mike, they're going to play an entire major league season without a sacrifice, but they have had questions in their bullpen, mostly all the year yet. They've been winning by, by three and four runs so that that closer hasn't really um, been as big a factor as I think it's going to be in the postseason. but they can hit, they hit it over the fence. They score runs in bunches. And uh, that's a tough thing to do against DeGrom and Scherzer. And kids have really come up and given them a big lift. You talk about guys being put into the lineup and really injecting a lineup. That's happened for the Braves again this year. Well, that's center fielder Michael Harris Jr., uh, or the second. If he was there all year, he'd be in the MVP ranks. Hey, guys had a he'd great gotten year. Big great hit, year. big play yep. after big play, can run, hit, field. Wow, what a player. Right now, Bobby, we're talking with Bobby Valentine as we get ready to finish this baseball season uh, the next couple of days. Remember, uh, it ends on Wednesday, and then we have a new playoff format. When you look at it, Bobby, of the teams that are on their way to the postseason already, which team in your mind is the most complete in the postseason? Uh. Well, you know, Cleveland's a pretty complete team, amazingly that I'm saying that. But right now, they're young starting pitcher and they're hard-throwing bullpen and their their defense and uh, ability to score runs make them a pretty complete team. But I think I think you have to say that the Dodgers, uh, you know, 107 wins with their starting staff, regardless of their closer at the end of the game and their ability to uh, hit one through nine in the lineup, I, I guess they're the most complete and probably should be the team to beat, yet I, I really believe that that end of the game is going to haunt them in the postseason. No, you made a very good point, especially Dodgers, Yankees, Braves. You know, they, have, they can't have any faith in what's going to happen in the ninth inning, you know, and that is, we've seen good closers, even borderline guys in the regular season considered great closers implode in the postseason. time after time. 
Now you're going in with question marks. The Yankees going in with an enormous question mark. The Dodgers going in with a question mark. The Braves going in with a question mark. That's very tough to overcome in the postseason. I really believe that. And I I look forward to these games. Uh, you know, you all three of those teams, as you mentioned, the, the Yankees and, and uh, the Braves and the Dodgers really rely on the long ball. You know, and a lot of times the long dog, long ball doesn't play in the playoffs. And as you say, the confidence of an offense and a confidence of, of a starting pitcher is the guy who's going to be there at the end of the game. And those three teams are begging for someone to rise to the occasion. And, um, and I look forward to see who does or who doesn't. Absolutely. I think the Yankees have a lot of question marks. I, I would in the American League, I think you gotta make I know Houston's not a hundred percent healthy, but I still think you gotta make them the team to beat in the American League. Oh, I think they're the team to beat in the in the entire uh tournament. I agree. You know, they, I agree. They can agree. play. They they hit it, field it, they pitch it, they have veteran uh status on the team and um, they have a manager who's won 2000 games without the, the final crown. And I think it's time for him. You know, you got a couple of guys in that position. You got him, you got Buck, you got guys who have been there. They've taken different teams. They've been there. They've knocked on the door. You know, uh, it's going to be fascinating to watch those guys. Yeah. Well, but you know, Buck still has to get to the big dance and uh, he gets to the big dance this year. Uh, you know, I think he'll go all the way, but it's, um, you know, doing it isn't like talking about it. And, and he's got a team who, who's come back time and time again, which is a credit to him and that organization. And, and I'm pulling for him. There's no doubt about that, but still got to do it. You know, Dusty's been there, been right to the final game. And, uh, you know, 2000 wins is what he has. And, and I, I think that he's going to wear the crown. You mentioned Cleveland. What what a remarkable performance out of that team this year. You know that? Yeah, position by position. You know, this the young pitchers in the rotation all have poise and stuff. Their bullpen is uh, you know, almost unhittable at times. And they played very good baseball. It it's a fun team to watch. They're a lot like the Tampa Bay team, who again is going to be in the tournament, who again will be uh that thorn in everyone's side because uh no one knows anyone on their team. All they ever do is get to the playoffs and and uh, make a run at it. They're, couple they're things a great about organization. Bobby, couple things. Uh, biggest disappointment, clearly the White Sox, who never, ever got it going. They got the 500, then two above, and then went back to two below. They, they, you know, had some injuries. There's no doubt about that. But in that division, uh, they, they really should have been 25 over 500, and we should be talking about them in other ways other than burying them. And how about how about the Orioles finishing, you know, where they will finish this year, hopefully for them with a winning record? Yeah, winning record and still a crazy outside chance if they win out and Seattle loses out, um, uh, you know, maybe they, they'll be in the playoffs. But they had, they had a remarkably good season. Young guys, they have to – Add some veterans for next year. You can't keep relying on young guys just to improve and have your team get better. But uh, fun, a really fun team to watch. How about the Cardinals? 
Well, you know, they, they bring the pedigree with them. And, uh, you know, a lot's been said about Pujols, but they also have Molina. And, uh, I mean, they also uh, uh, have Yachty behind the plate who, um, you know, is playing in his last year, has been a champion all of his career. I wouldn't be surprised if he does something special in the playoffs. And how about what Montgomery said about what a difference Molina's made for him? You know, he was devastated when he left. Now, everyone who goes to the Cardinals loves it there. We all know that. It's a great baseball city. They treat the players great. The fans treat the players great. So everyone winds up liking it there. But he was devastated, shocked when he, when he left the Yankees for Bader. And he has been unbelievable. And he said, hey, the reason I've been successful, Molina. Well, there, there, there's no uh, question about that. He's he's a special player. He's a, a manager on the field. He's a leader. He gets a big base hit for you. You wonder how he's going to get beat around the bases. And the next thing you know, he's sliding in the home. He's a treat to watch and has been a joy uh, and a treasure for the Cardinal fans over these years. And, and again, uh, I, I really think that he's going to do something. Maybe it's just putting down the right pitch at the right time, but he's going to do spe- something special in the postseason. How about judges? year? <laughs> well, remarkable to, to lead the league in home runs by as much as he's, he's doing it. Uh, uh, all of baseball, for that matter, to lead by 20 home runs is ridiculous. To have the triple crown in his sight, to play great defense and play all the time on a team that has not had offense and has not had help for him. And, you know, they, even the last seven games, I was so impressed with his ability to play the at-bat without the home run dictating the at-bat, taking a walk, taking a single, getting a line drive and a gap. Uh, I, I hope he could stay healthy for the next six or seven years. It'll be amazing the numbers that he finishes with. But you this know, season, it's as good a season as anyone could have. You know, I uh, didn't see Mickey Mantle in 56. But I'll tell you, this year is almost on that level. He has gotten so many big hits for the Yankees. It's almost crazy. I mean, I've I, Alonzo's gotten a lot for the Mets, a lot. Judge has gotten even more for the Yankees. I mean, he has carried that team so much. Rizzo's had his moments. Torres has had his moments. But I'm telling you, th- this guy has carried that team. And his numbers, as you said, are just jump out because they're so much better than everybody else's. It's really one of the remarkable seasons in in modern baseball. Yeah, in in my baseball career, it's one of the, the most remarkable seasons, and uh, I agree with you. Sometimes I would look at the lineup and recognize one name in it, and that was Aaron Judge. And I was wondering, who are these guys playing for the Yankees? And so, often the guy that I I would recognize was injured or or slumping, as as so many of the Yankees did this year. That he was the only man standing and. I, I was amazed. Eighth inning, he'd come up, and people say, "How can you give him a pitch to hit?" Sometimes he didn't really get a pitch to hit, and he made it a hit. Sometimes they'd give him one pitch out of seven, and after he'd follow off a couple, he'd wind up putting it in the stands. Um, just remarkable, consistent, uh, 
with his swing, Mike. His swing looked exactly the same in April as it looks right now, and that doesn't often happen, and hardly ever does it happen with a big guy. Big guys tinker because they have so many moving parts. This is the biggest guy in the batter's box, and he hasn't tinkered at all consistent through the season. Remarkable. You know, you're going to have some big pitches in the postseason with big reputations. Verlander, Scherzer, DeGrom. You can go down the list from there uh, and and sprinkle a couple of more in. Uh, Cole, you know, uh, guys like sure. that. If you had one game to win to put a starter on the mound right now who's going to be part of that postseason, who would you pick? Well, I obviously pick a healthy Degrom, um, and um, you know if he, if he's healthy, I think it's hands down. Um, yet there, there's guys, you know, Verlander. I mean, he's taking the ball at 40 years old. He's throwing at 96. He's pitching eight innings. He's striking guys out and not missing the corners. Hey, his year is unbelievable. Bobby, his whip is 85. <laughs> right. Think I mean, the it. guy's pitched 170 innings. He's 17 and four, and his whip is 85, and he struck out 175 batters in 170 innings at that age. He's got a 180 RA. Uh, yeah. <laughs> at, at any age, Mike, a remarkable man on the mound. Yeah, I, you know, I think I think he'd actually, as good as the other guys are, I think he might have to be the guy you'd give the nod to because, you know what, he's been that dependable, and he's a horse. I mean, he, he, he stays on the mound. He's, he had a little break this year, and he came back, you know, in, in midseason form of like a 25-year-old. Scherzer's wonderful out on the mound. There's no doubt about that. You can't discount Cole, but um, – you know, a healthy, uh, a healthy guy in a Met uniform, and uh, that that uh, guy with Houston and Verlander, um, that'd be a wonderful matchup. I tell you, I'm, I've been surprised how good. Now, the A's game aside, I've been surprised how overpowering Degrom has been, considering what he missed. He has been to come back with this kind of stuff. I mean, there have been times he's gone to the mound in these games where he's just been virtually unhittable. You know, it's it's almost taken a page out of Tom Stevens' book with a little better stuff. And I don't mean to 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 blasphemy here, uh, but. Uh, Tom Sieverton didn't want to pitch inside. He said, I'll own the outside part of the plate. I'll throw my pitches out there, hit the corner. You tell me if you could hit it. I mean, he throws that ball at the outside corner, uh, uh, you know, 85% of the time at 99 to 101 with a sharp breaking slider. I don't know who could hit that stuff low and away. Um, it, it just, it, it's not hittable and we'll see if he has it uh, tomorrow. If he does, it's going to be a real test for the Braves. So right now, uh, Astros team to beat. I have to agree with you. I think they're the most complete team. 
Yeah, I think, uh, like I say, Verlander Degrom, Game Seven in in the World Series. My goodness, let's uh, let's fasten our seatbelt for that. And I think that would put two very deserving teams in the World Series uh, from their respective leagues. Thanks, Bobby, very much. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Mike. Take All care. Right, Bobby Stay safe. B. As we say goodbye to this baseball season with this big. Met Brave series, classic series, classic starting pitches, a lot on the line, so much expected this year. You know, the defending champs against this Met team, which has a chance to be so special under Buck Showalter this year. Great baseball to finish the season starting in Atlanta on a Friday night. We have plenty of football for this weekend also. Uh, Back with that, so stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan, and you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli podcast today wherever you get your podcasts.